0: You're listening to the Counter Culture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos.
1: This will be a hard episode to take in, but these details need to be told if we are ever going to have a country grown in a culture of life and not death. If you have children or tweens present, have them leave the room for this episode. Our next guest was present for the events surrounding the five late-term babies found in Washington, D.C. at the end of March. This event sparked a national news story on how DCPD is involved in a potential cover-up for big abortion when the five babies found had evidence of infanticide and partial birth abortion. Sixty members of U.S. Congress are now calling for an investigation and a congressional hearing on the matter. Mayor Bowser of D.C. is refusing an autopsy. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. And the theme of this week is saving babies, growing the pro-life army in America and beyond and bringing hope and healing to our nation. AJ filmed these five precious lives and held each child in his hands in the videos that were released. I'm with director of the Survivors of Abortion Holocaust, AJ Hurley. Thank you so much. It's an honor to have you on the program today.
2: Hey, thanks so much for uh, having me on. It's, it's It's a total honor, pleasure.
1: Well, I know you're constantly traveling the country to save babies' lives. You're doing a phenomenal job. You've been in the medical field for 20-plus years as an EMT and a respiratory care practitioner, specializing Mm -hmm. in pediatrics, putting little babies on life support, I can't even imagine, and used your experience to highlight the discrimination of pre-born humans and has now become a full-time anti-abortion activist. Two thumbs up from Counterculture Mom. Keep Mm -hmm. at it. We need more of you out there. You currently I, serve as a director of the organization Survivors of the Abortion Holocaust. Why did you choose to do this as your mission in life?
2: Wow, that's a question. Um, I did this because looking back through history, I think we see a number of just crazy things that to us is uh, just obvious. You, you know, you shouldn't exterminate Jews. You know, you probably shouldn't kill each other in, in a gladiator ring. Um but we look past you know look back on horrible like holocausts and tragedies and and we think, man, if I w- was only lived in the 1850s, I would have been against slavery and so I think this is our our modern day genocide, our slavery, our gladiator games, um, our you know Nazi death camp, when one mm. million babies a year are killed annually in the U S and you so much as hardly even hear a single pastor talking about it in the pulpits of America. So I just was overwhelmed by the little babies that I saw and was putting on ventilators at 21 weeks, 22, 23, 24 weeks old. And the ones uh, that we were killing at those ages or younger, um, or even older right? Uh, some of them up to uh, now these babies up to birth that we found, uh, really the only difference between the ones that we're saving and the ones that we're killing, I'd like to say is nothing other than a fiat decision between, um, another person as to which of these human beings are valuable and which ones are not. And so we got to stop this genocide and I wanted to get involved.
1: Before we dig into this very horrific topic, for the sake of saving lives left and right from coast to coast, sure. anyone tuning in, I just want to let you know. I want to preface this by saying to all of you out there who have had an abortion in the past, God absolutely forgives. I've been speaking on this for twenty-two years. AJ, you as well as myself, we've met a lot of young people. They don't even know that this little baby in the womb is not a mass of fetal tissue not a yep. clump of cells but an actual mm-hmm. little baby that mm-hmm. needs the nine months to bake Amen. so a lot of kids just don't know and i don't want to let anyone here tuning in thinking they were trying to judge that's not the case we are all trying to work together to stop the slaughter of innocent children and get the truth out mm-hmm. there we're focused on the sure. truth in the next 25 minutes so aj honor to have you on the program Let's just start from the get-go. When you made national headline news here, how Mm -hmm. were the five babies that you found, those late-term babies, acquired?
2: Yeah. So at the time, my wife and I were in uh, New York at the Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood offering uh, life-saving resources to mothers uh, in the community there. Uh, In New York City, more Black children are uh, aborted than are born in the state. Uh, it's a massive genocide that is, that is, you know, started, I mean, and it's ironic that, that it's in the place of New York where, where that's the case because eugenics movement was, has always been steeped in abortion. Um, and it's always been about. Abortion has always been about eugenics. So, but anyway, my wife and I were there trying to c- curtail the underlining issues and factors that lead women to abort their children, offers offering, offering life-saving resources and holistic uh, care for the women and families. I got a phone call from a friends, a couple of friends in DC. Dear friends, two of my friends uh Lauren Handy and Teresa Bukovinac. they work for uh, a pro-life organization called POW. Um, Teresa is the founder of that organization. They called me up. We had just spent a few weeks together uh, doing activist, uh, activism up and down the West Coast. And uh, pick up the phone, and it was just a real unbelievable sense of dread coming on the tone of voice of my friend saying aj oh my gosh we we have a box of babies can you please i need you here now
1: oh
2: my um and so you know oh when gosh. when we do yeah when we when we um in the pro life industry or pro life you know uh, movement we we know what that means. If you spend any type of a, uh, a concerted amount of time outside of an abortion clinic, you know that these trucks come and pull up and they acquire the fetal remains and then uh, dispose of them for medical waste. So I told my friend Teresa, I will be there as soon as possible. My wife and I picked up all of our things. We hopped on a train and we're there with between New York and DC, and about uh, four and a half, five hours uh, took us to get there. So, to, to answer your question, was two of my friends were outside of the abortion clinic doing just what we're, what we're doing in in New York. A truck pulls up, a biomedical waste comp- company truck by the name of Curtis Bay Medical Waste Company, and um, it's actually an energy company. We'll yes. get to that. in yeah,
1: I was just going to ask you about that. Yep.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, I so they this this company pulls up a truck uh, and a driver come out. They, they go into the abortion clinic. They get these boxes. They put them on a dolly and they start rolling them out. And our friends Teresa, Lauren, that go, they talk to the driver and say, "Look, I don't know. I know you do this all the time. I don't know if you know what's in those boxes." Uh, he actually. Had, by God's grace, had no clue what was in the boxes. He was just, you know, because these these medical waste of all type, different types, and so, yeah, absolutely, and so he, um, they told him, that, hey, I just want you to know what's in those boxes. Like, turn around. That's an abortion clinic right there, and what's in these boxes are the uh, the corpses of tiny, you know, little babies of your community, and by God's sovereignty and His grace, it was. Unbelievably and overwhelming for this guy, unbelievably terrifying. And he is frantically looking through his paperwork. He's trying to determine what the heck do I do. Um, he verifies it's from Washington Surgeon Center uh outside of DC and Georgetown there. And he is visibly disturbed. They use this opportunity to say, Hey, can we give these babies a proper burial? And he's like torn basically turns around, says, look, I've scanned all these boxes in. I'm not looking. They take a box, they bring it to um, back to a place of safety and open it up. And inside that box I just... was 115 tiny image bearers of God. Um, and five of those were almost full-term third trimester children completely intact through elective abortions and what was worse is they had evidence of infanticide and partial birth abortion
1: okay i have to stop you you know what i want you to answer a couple of questions for everybody tuning in right now i have been seeing images of babies murdered in this capacity for the last 20 some years and I have been a pro lifer since as long as I can remember. I've never been a pro choicer. It's not a pro choicer anyway. It's pro life or pro death. That is exactly. Either you're for life or death. For people that don't know, what is infanticide? Can you describe that?
2: Sure. Yeah. Infanticide is a general encompassing term that refers to uh, a baby that's outside of the birth canal, outside into the real world, and just anything that leaves. A child to a child's death who's been uh is postnatal death basically so it's instead of being in the womb or partially coming out of the birth canal infanticide is is any amount of the child outside into the real world so to speak although the the womb is in the real world but so
1: absolutely at the moment of conception absolutely
2: absolutely and partial birth abortion is basically in between this, this place of in between like the baby is delivered, breech, delivered, um, and the, the whole body of it delivered. And then the back of the skull snipped before it comes out, the brain suctioned out. And it's like a, it was a, a, a type of a, what do you call that? A, um, gray area, you know, a loophole where they could get away for, with, um, Just murdering and fantasizing
1: by keeping the baby still in the birthing canal. That's not all part of the real world. All right. I'm going to tackle this topic because you know what I want to say. I know what you want to say. I have anger that wells up when I even look at pictures of the process of what a partial birth abortion looks like. And I've been looking at them since I was 16 years old to tell everybody I met, put your baby up for adoption. Make that an option if you can't take care of your child. People are waiting 10 years to adopt. But Amen. And if someone out there has had an abortion and you're listening to this, and you might be bawling at this point. You know what? God forgives. Once again, I want to hammer that home today and just share your story. Save Mm -hmm. other babies' lives. Go to AJ's website. Join forces. We're going to get to your website and show all about it in, in a couple minutes here, but It's survivors.la, survivors.la. Jump on board, make your voice heard, save lives.
2: So what's in the womb is scientifically human. That's undeniable. Yes. Every every single embryology textbook, every basic biology class uh, will attest to this. So it's not a question of what's in the womb is human or alive. Instead, what they do is because you're already, uh, don't, you already have a class of humans that you, you want to be able to kill. So then you erect some other criteria for this arbitrary distinction of personhood. So there's certain human beings who are human and alive but they don't meet these arbitrary classifications of personhood based on your location or your size or your cognitive abilities. They choose some arbitrary factor of their choosing to ascribe moral value and dignity and worth and then they make that the arbiter, the, the themselves as the sole arbiter of who lives and who dies, based on whether or not you, as a human being, have uh, possessed these arbitrary categories of their choosing. So I think that's that's uh, centered in materialistic um, humanism. Uh, right? But uh, Gnosticism, that's a whole nother topic and probably a whole nother show. We could go into that. Yes. A really good book on this is called Love Thy Body by Nancy Piercy. I must read. But uh, I think that is, uh, in, a, in a nutshell, is part of the problem.
1: Unbelievable. I could not have said that any better. More about justice for these babies right after a word from our sponsor.
3: The International Labor Organization recently reported the number of people trafficked globally has risen from 40 million to 50 million in the last five years. Most are women and children bought, sold, or traded into sex trafficking. Rescue One Global, a faith-based nonprofit, answered the call to fight for those enslaved in the U.S., Thailand, and the Philippines. Their mission is to prevent the victimization of at-risk populations, rescue those trapped, and restore survivors through their multiple global recovery initiatives, including providing emergency shelter and residential programs. Rescue One has served nearly 800 survivors from newborn to the elderly and provided over 14,000 therapeutic services because of faithful partners like you. To make your tax-deductible gift, text TINA to 44321. That's TINA to the number 44321. Let's rescue more lives together.
4: Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo, and I want to introduce you to Equipping the Persecuted and their important work in Nigeria. The mission of Equipping the Persecuted is, as the name states, to equip our brothers and sisters in any way that we can. People in Nigeria are suffering at the hand of terrorists for their faith in Jesus, Sadly, very little is being done to create a lasting solution. That's where we step in. Our goal is to protect, rebuild, and strengthen families in both body and spirit. We are prepared with the resources necessary to respond after an attack. We provide medical aid, food, and a team to pray and comfort victims. Our persecuted brothers and sisters need your help. Take action today with a monthly gift of $20 or more at equippingthepersecuted.org. That's equippingthepersecuted.org. Thank you for your time.
1: Our ministry of over two dozen committed grandparents, parents, and yes, even teens exists because of your prayers and donations. If you are not currently a partner with us and would love to help us reach more people through the production of this show or through live speaking events, You can give through our website, counterculturemom.com, by clicking on the pink Donate button at the top of the page. Your donations will greatly help us reach more and more people via radio, TV, podcasting, and all the rest. It also helps us cover the cost of reaching thousands of students at schools and conferences throughout America. We received this email 20 years ago from a student when I spoke at our school assembly. Hi, Tina. My name is Kim, and you came to my school to speak. I just wanted to tell you how much you inspired me. I've always wanted to be someone to make a difference in people's lives in the way that isn't cliche or by the book. Lately, I've been sort of questioning what I wanna do with my life, but you reminded me today. And we wanna continue doing that as the Counterculture Ministries team. Once again, if you'd like to donate and help us reach more of America's future leaders, just go to counterculturemom.com and click on that pink donate button. And this month, for any new monthly donor, we're giving a free copy of Enemies Within the Church DVD as a gift to you in the mail. This incredibly eye-opening movie will shake the foundations of what you think about America's churches. It exposes the rampant lies, deception, and progressivism that are raging today and brings hope for change. Thank you for helping us reach more people in this critical hour. AJ, what is the evidence that federal crimes have been committed with what you found in that box with those 100 and some little lives?
2: Yeah, so five of these babies uh were 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 almost full term and we named each one of them Holly, on Phoenix, Christopher X and Harriet. Oh. I could just go through some of the evidence uh that's there, but uh we've had a, a few physicians look at this and but it's it's in reality it's prima facie evidence when you look at these these children. Harriet was the overwhelming um Evidence that we saw Harriet was a third trimester baby who hit, her eye had been blown open, um, and her the back of her skull had been snipped. The brains had been suctioned out of Harriet, and that her eye was blown open because of the trauma of just this all this force into her occipital region. But the rest of her body was completely intact. That was uh, um, Harriet. Uh, the other evidence we had another child uh, we named Phoenix Phoenix was still what's called in call still in the amniotic sac of okay. of its uh, the child and um, so the question is how do you deliver how do you abort a child without it being alive while it's still in the amniotic sac so the because any instruments that you're going to insert into the dilated cervix are going to probably puncture at least the amniotic sac. And so what happened with this child is probably, um, it would seem like the, the onus is on the other person to determine how the heck you deliver a child without, um, without destroying the amniotic sac and everything. And if, if a normal abortion has occurred. So what happened probably is, this baby was delivered through labor induction, uh, delivered alive, the cord clamped and cut and left to die somewhere just based on the evidence of the child was the child was completely purple inside of the its sac. Um, There's a few one of the other that children was just it looked like a DNX procedure where, where this baby as it's coming out is just being um, dismembered cuz the whole pieces of its of still pink child was still dismembered another one was just completely intact well, and it's, and what's so heartbreaking about this is every single one of those children would have lived outside of the womb. They're, they're all viable. They were all pain capable. Every single one of these child felt exactly the full extent of everything that they did to it. And all they had to do is give an early delivery and they have to deliver these child anyway. Every abortion is a delivery eventually. These, the components of these children have to be expelled through the process of delivery of one sort or another. And so it's just, Heartbreaking that every single one of these babies, and I can speak to this because I I I've delivered uh, children in in both inside the medical facility and outside in the field, and I put these babies on uh, I put these babies on re- ventilators. Uh, every single one of them, some of them without even any medical help at all, would have survived on their own.
1: Absolutely, and I want everyone to be aware that surrounding this episode, you can get all this information. The photos, the video footage, the story of what AJ and his team has uncovered and exposed. Praise the Lord, you exist. AJ- and the
2: greatest evidence of that real quick, too, is the fact that if you're old enough to have an abortion, yes. you're old enough to see an abortion.
1: Yes. They so how
2: how that. can these children like literally be given they, – they can, in many states – be let out of school early at first period, go oh. back and their parents are never even informed of oh. the decision of these children, yet we can't inform them as to what the nature of what they're doing is, especially in light of the fact that a child who, an underage child who has abor- an abortion, a post-abortive woman in that age group is 10, over 10 times more likely to commit suicide. So this is not about women. This is not about pro-women. If it was, it, it would, we'd be, we'd show the grim reality of what choice and how these these euphemisms of healthcare are and what it does to the unborn children, the little babies in the womb, the little women in the womb. So um, we need to be clear about this.
1: Find out how to get involved and help AJ save more lives right after a word from our sponsor.
5: Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time consuming, expensive and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3, and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counter Culture Ministries got its start, and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today.
0: public education system is a burning building, but our children don't have to be trapped in the flames of anti-God, anti-American, and anti-freedom agendas. Rescue your children today. My Father's World can help. With a Bible-centered, complete curriculum for preschool through high school, My Father's World returns the focus to God, family, community, and patriotism. Join the nearly 250,000 families who have already escaped public education through homeschooling. My Father's World can also help you bring real education reform to your community with a micro-school or Christian school. Visit mfwbooks.com slash fortina or scan the QR code for more information and get your special offer. That's mfwbooks.com forward slash the number four, Tina. For homeschool, micro-school, and preschool, My Father's World is your solution.
1: Let's rescue babies from the hands of these killers and pray for these people doing the abortions. Pray for people that are blind to thinking abortion is not a big deal. And that exterminating a life is just a, a mass of cells. We have to have our young people know truth about what abortion is. You have to go to survivors.la. Go to survivors.la. And over there, you can help donate to the cause of saving lives with AJ and join his army. AJ, tell us about your website, buddy.
2: Well, real, real quick, uh, yeah. So that's the re- website right there. I've been arrested several times for trying to save babies and end m- fetal organ trafficking. Keep <laughs> so, at it, buddy.
1: Keep but, at it.
2: I am putting on an activist training. If you'd like to come to that, and you would like to learn how to become a pro life activist and and get involved to fight this culture of death, please get a hold of me. You can email me at aj at survivors And any questions or anything I can do to help you or come to this camp. It's totally free. You just have to get there. I want to train the next generation of pro-life activists.
1: I'm not for cloning, but every now and then I say it. I wish I could clone you, young man, because we need more of you with the truth out there, saving millions of lives in the process. Way to go for saving babies. Keep at it.
0: Thank you. Thanks for joining us for the Counter Culture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counter Culture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show...